welcome to the Sensual Artistry Podcast, exploring erotic awakenings and liberated love. I'm your host, Luna Agnea, essential arts and intimacy facilitator, relationship coach, tantrika, and artist with a passion for the path of liberation through love. In this podcast, you will receive firsthand stories of sacred erotic awakenings, transformational experiences, and love that goes beyond limits. This podcast is here to inspire, educate, and awaken your own sensual artist, because when you liberate your eros, you liberate your life. All right, so today I've got Brittany Bliss, who I met through my sex love relationship coaching training in 2019, and we were in Mexico together. And yes, uh, would you like to introduce yourself, Brittany? (laughs) Yeah, hello, everyone. I'm a somatic sex coach and a wilderness witch. And so my passion is really merging Tantra and sacred sexuality with wilderness therapy and helping people deepen their connection with themselves, with each other and with nature. And so through that, being able to experience more pleasure, ecstatic states, deep connection to just life and have revolutionary relationships. Amazing. That is a beautiful offering you got there. Uh, I'm really excited to yeah, hear more about your way of mixing uh, ecology and sexuality and uh, earth yumminess with Tantra. So yeah, let's um, dive in. I'd love to hear some stories about your journey exploring ecosexuality. Awesome. Yeah. So I think you know, for me, I grew up camping and hiking and having a deep relationship with nature. Like that was what my family did. That's what we did for vacations. We went camping 15 minutes away from our home. And I remember being a little girl and actually asking my mom to go to church more often. I felt like I had like this deep fear that I was going to go to hell because I wasn't going to church every Sunday. And my mom was like, no, like, you can experience God through camping, through nature connection. And I'm so grateful for that, even though I was raised Catholic and had some of those upbringings, it also was deeply connected to the earth. And throughout my life, I found deep healing and connection just by putting my bare feet on the earth, by going for a hike, by allowing the sunshine to kiss my skin. And I... I was actually during our sex, love and relationship coaching program. And when COVID hit, I was doing the relationship major and the Tantra major, and I didn't have a partner to do the practices with. And so what I started doing was going out into nature and just doing the practices, doing the energy practices and breath work. And at first I was just imagining someone was there. And then I started doing it with the trees and the waterfalls and just experiencing that profound connection that can come through doing energy work with other elements. And, you know, especially during a time when COVID was first hitting and my living situation, I, wasn't able to experience like other connections with people. So I was feeling a lot of isolation and that opportunity to connect with nature in that way, like really helped me 
overcome some of the loneliness that I was experiencing. And throughout that, then I just, I continued to explore different ways of feeling deeper connection and sensuality. You know, I really got into gardening and just having my bare feet on the earth by, you know, drinking spring water, by swimming naked in different springs, by bringing intention and presence to my experiences with the outdoor world. And through that, I really started to feel this deeper sense of belonging and safety and love beyond just myself, beyond, you know, a partnership beyond my family, but deep, deep, deep belonging in on this planet and this earth and feeling my ancestors before me, my ancestors to come after me and just like the cyclical nature of, of life here. And with that, just being able to also notice the beauty and the sensuality all around me and allowing myself to be turned on by, you know, the foods that I'm eating, by the wind blowing through my hair and allowing, yeah, just the arrows to, to move through my body in that way. Beautiful. And how do you feel like this um, connection, this erotic connection with the earth has then shown up for you um, in other relationships or in other sexual situations? Like, do you feel like you got a different kind of transmission of erotic or has that um, changed anything for you? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think it, it definitely shows up. Um, and I think the, the deeper knowingness is that we all are a part of nature and we are all having this moving through us, regardless if we have the awareness around it or not. Like all sex is eco-sex because we're part of nature. Um, but I think with me having a, a deeper sense of connection and belonging, I can show up into relationships feeling more like whole and complete versus looking for someone to fulfill or, you know, replace mm -hmm. like different voids in my life. I can come in with like just a little bit more of my deeper truth and connection of feeling embodied and connected to the earth as my, at my core. And, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like with that too, a little bit more of my erotic wild primal self also being able to show, which also includes like it's not just like really out there, but also like the softness, the slowness, the presence. So like such a vast expression of my sexuality being able to be expressed versus just, you know, what porn says is is hot. Mm, beautiful yeah and I love what you're saying around um yeah like having that kind of connection to earth helping you not uh kind of go over uh I guess into like codependency and relationships mm -hmm. or something because that's something that um I yeah discovered as well like um through some open relating kind of stuff when I was feeling like insecure in a relationship and starting to feel this like gaping 
poles starting to appear or like feeling a bit rejected or insecure and noticing myself like um, putting a bit too much emphasis on a, a partner for my feeling of being like loved and held and safe that like the earth has been and such a, a resource for that um because yeah a lot of people find it hard to like center in their like energetic core center and to feel feel that but when you like lay on the earth and feel like held by the earth and connect in that way it's something a lot more tangible and um yeah I also heard like it, it works similar to co-regulation with another person how you can regulate your nervous system with um a, a friend or a partner and you can also regulate your nervous system with the earth so it uh, like literally is this um beautiful like held relationship of someone that can support you um and help you feel resourced so that you're not fully dependent on someone else uh, especially if you don't have an open relationship and there is just one person and they can't hold you all the time I think yeah 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 exactly and and then also like looking at you know we can like really break it down to the simplicity of like so many moment to moment acts are actually making love with the earth. It's, you know, the, mm -hmm. the air we're breathing, the water we're drinking, the food we're eating is literally creating life within us and allowing for us to move forward. And so we can, you know, even experience the, the connection through those simple daily mm -hmm. practices that we do and feel that love and belonging. Yeah, it's this beautiful symbiosis and this merging the earth needs us and we need it. And yeah, like this is one of the beautiful things like reading into tantric philosophy and the, the dance of Shiva and Shakti and, you know, consciousness and matter and all this beautiful stuff. And, you know, that they're making love in every moment. And I love them going out into nature with this kind of perception and with this idea of like life is constantly making love to itself. And, you know, that everything you're seeing is the expression of uh, this love making and kind of walking around in nature with this perception and seeing like the pollinating and uh, the the flowers and you're like wow this is all so erotic and like so sensual and there's so much um, yeah beautiful er erotic aliveness happening everywhere like how could you ever be bored like <laughs> it's like wow it's like pouring all around me. Mm -hmm. totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another aspect of that too is recognizing, you know, depending on where you live in the world, the seasons that the earth goes through is like, you know, also going into winter and that periods of going inward. And, you know, if you have a menstrual cycle and you bleed and you go like in through, you know, your time of inwardness or throughout your sexual expression and connection with another person, like perhaps there's times of, you know, really outward desire and connection, but also those seasons and cycles that we go through where it's just like, Hey, I'm not feeling super sexual. I'm actually, you know, in my rest period and just wanting connection with, with myself and being able to also recognize those seasons and cycles all around us. And mm. so, yeah, it's like stepping out of that linear way that people usually see life that it's just like, oh, yeah, you're in a relationship. So you'll be turned on or like, you know, X equals Y, <laughs> like this linear progression and into this uh, much more cyclical, fractal kind of way of being where there's all these different cycles and all these different patterns. And uh, you kind of start feeling yourself in the rhythm and the flow of that. And um, yeah, it was like such 
life-changing kind of things like getting in touch with the cycles and as well like yeah living in one place for long enough that I went through all the the seasons and seeing all all the changes and like in the suburbs um, I found when I was growing up like I didn't really notice the seasons like you felt the temperature change but like there's so many imported um like from other countries, all the stuff. So there wasn't like the autumn leaves falling and I wasn't seeing spring specifically having more flowers. And I was just kind of like, oh yeah, we don't really have that in Australia. <laughs> and then suddenly I was like, once I was living out in the bush and in the like natural kind of habitat, I was like, wow, there's so much spring and there's so much autumn. And like, look at all these cycles and changes. And uh, yeah, I felt like it really um, affecting me on a deeper level as well. So I like you're bringing that up and yeah it's definitely menstruating as well getting in touch with those cycles it really shifts a lot yeah yeah and how um yeah how do you feel like your tantric perspective um you know besides like the erotic elements like how do you feel like that infuses with your uh eco sexuality or eco work yeah i think it's you know like with the tantric view of recognizing everything as a part of consciousness. And so getting to bring that to, you know, all aspects of our expression, all aspects of life. And um, with the understanding that every thought and feeling and energy is like really vibrating from this, this place of consciousness and interweaving like the, you know, the, some of the classical tantric practices with some more of the neo-tantric practices too of you know having like meditation and presence and awareness with you know breath work and sounding and energy work and allowing for everything to to weave together and recognizing the divinity in all of it and so um with that also then recognizing that the earth as as a part of it and a part of, you know, our home, our mother, our lover, uh, a part of us and, you know, really having that devotion to nature and rewilding and connecting to our true nature. So what kind of changes do you see in people when you're doing this work with them and introducing them to, um, you know, being more in nature, like what kind of shifts do people experience? Yeah. So and what like actually really inspired me to start like doing more of like combining these two was that, you know, I was some of my clients, you know, that were having different types of trauma and feeling disconnection and not feeling safety or not feeling belonging. And just the, the simple act of having people go outside and do some earth embodiment practices and the amount of healing and connection that brought to them um, you know, was profound, you know, and people were coming to me because they wanted to experience, you know, different orgasms or deepen their relationship and those connections. But it was like, actually, you know, they weren't getting any sunshine. They weren't going outside and connecting with earth. They were like stuck in these busy cities. And just, I mean, even like, you know, 15 minutes a day of going for a walk can have a profound difference in, you know, how you feel and how the energy is in your body. And from that place, being able to, of course, you know, experience more pleasure and life because you're allowing for more life force to flow through you by reconnecting to source in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I noticed like the place I was living in the Hills, I was running some events there and people were having like as profound shifts just from spending time on the land as they were from like the work that we were actually doing. Like that was a big part of the healing. Cause it's yeah. Like when you are in the suburbs and you know, there's like advertisements everywhere and there's cars and there's constantly sound, like you don't really notice it. You'll think like, Oh, it's, it's quiet tonight, but there's always something that you're hearing mm-hmm. and you go out like, you know, an hour out of a city or whatever and suddenly you're like wow like this is proper stillness and proper quiet and then suddenly like the nervous system starts to relax and unwind and suddenly things open up and they can start moving because when you're so busy and there's so much external input then you're not really able to unwind so um yeah I definitely like well I mean in myself like that's why I had to move out of the city I was like I need nature but for a lot of other people they haven't really realized how important it is and they're still like in the city life and they get out there they're like whoa (laughs) I feel so different. Yeah. 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 So it, can, it can really just be that simple as like going out into nature and having, having that experience. And then you can also go deeper into, you know, doing different breath work and energy practices with nature and outside, having your bare feet on the earth, getting a certain amount of sunlight, um, you know, the type of water that you're drinking, the food mm-hmm. that you're eating, the life force that you're bringing into your body. Um, you know, and even like, I've gone deep into studying different wilderness therapy and rewilding and like indigenous ways of living. And, um, you know, it can like a lot of people experience just such a profound difference in having a sit spot. They call it just a spot out in nature where you go and sit and be with yourself and view nature around you and start to pay attention to the shifts that you're seeing and the shifts that you start to see within yourself and really just bringing the awareness and presence to the moment so allowing yourself to slow down yeah beautiful so what kind of thing would you recommend to someone that's maybe got a little bit of experience in sacred sexuality? Um, you know, I know you mentioned, yeah, just like breathing out in nature, but is there like maybe a simple favorite practice or something that you'd like to share that people can maybe uh, try out themselves? Yeah. So I like to bring breathing practices when I'm hiking uh, or even just like sitting in nature. So you can do like the microcosmic orbit while sitting in front of a waterfall or when you're walking and imagine inhaling, drawing the energy up from your feet up through your back and then exhaling, allowing it to melt down the front of your body and returning to the earth. And so you can do this through a walking meditation. You can do this through, you know, sitting and connecting with the moving water, with still water, um, you know, even like connecting with a flower or something like that. And really intentionally filling your body up with earth energy mm-hmm. uh, I, I notice a huge huge difference if you have your feet barefoot um, so that way you can just like really connect it with the earth that way too and um, yeah that's actually reminding me I hurt my foot last week and so I've now been wearing this like boot to well, my toe heels and mm-hmm. It's been fascinating for me even experiencing that shift of not having my bare feet on the earth. I can really feel that energy difference. And um, yeah, it's it's really cool to, you know, get to test both experiences of what does it feel like with shoes? What does it feel like without shoes? What is it like when I, you know, 
um, bringing intention into my hiking practice versus just allowing myself to wander and, you know, following, you know, allowing yourself to be your own scientist and try out different things. What does it feel like for you? You know, if you put your, if you hug a tree and put your third eye to it, like, is that a cool experience or is that too hippie? You know, like, <laughs> like no judgment, just like explore and see what feels good to you and re- what resonates. And another like easy practice would be awakening the senses with nature. So, you know, smelling the flowers, feeling the breeze, hearing the birds, you know, um, eating and tasting and smelling and, um, looking around at all the beauty, you know, having the flowers caress your skin. You can do like a five sense, um, sensual exploration with yourself or with the lover using nature and the elements. I've facilitated that at a workshop before. And it was so fun, you know, getting people were like rolling and had mud and like rolling around on the earth and it was, you know, getting super wild and primal and making sounds and just connecting with nature in that way. Yeah. My partner loves um, ASMR. So we're often going like nature ASMR and finding like different crunchy sounds or different textures. And yeah, we call it like curiosity walks where we kind of imagine that we're on magic mushrooms or psychedelics, even Mm -hmm. when we're sober and you just start like walking out like, Oh my God, what's that? What's that? Like what happens when I put that on my face? And it's like, it's so fun when you just bring this like complete curiosity and this uh, complete like childish wonder uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it could be so, so different. Um, I also love that the, the retreat with Layla, there was just like something that one of the teachers said during a jade egg practice that was like, yeah, feel the breeze like a lover caressing your skin. And it was like such a simple little um, cue during a practice, but it was like massively changing um, like this, this just concept of like, wow, that feeling of breeze, like, wow, that's like a lover caressing me. And then I'd be like sitting at the bus stop or something somewhere in the city and then feeling this breeze. And then I'm suddenly getting all like turned on and <laughs> aroused and uh yeah, it's it's so beautiful when you do open to that possibility. Like there's not really that much technique. It's really just this like opening to a different perspective and then just, yeah, exploring. And like you said, being like a scientist and uh, getting curious and seeing <laughs> what happens when I do this? What happens when I do this? It's, uh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that moment too, when they said like, imagine the wind as if that was your lover and I, I really, really love that and encourage people to, to feel that invitation, you know, so often we talk about the earth as our mother, which is cool. I like that too, but also, you know, what happens if we start to flip the script on that even more, how can we deepen in relationship and look at the earth as our lover, as this like biodynamic regenerative relationship that we can have with the earth, with the ecosystem of how can I love the earth? How does the earth love me? How can I give back in a way that allows for it to flourish? And then like I flourish even more and, Mm. you know, and not just like the mother, which we can even see in our society, the archetype of like the mother's always like giving and giving and giving and getting burnt out and not tending to themselves. Like, well, what if this, you know, we could look at our relationship with the earth as, you know, a conscious relationship. How can we allow for everybody, all of creation to thrive versus, you know, just mm-hmm. taking. And so for me, even like 
you know, before jumping in the water or before harvesting plants, you know, I like to ask for consent and have even a consensual relationship with the, and speaking to the plants, speaking to the elements and having my intentions go out there, um, working with the moon, you know, just bringing more presence to these different types of relationships that we can have with the world around us. And yeah, I can only imagine what the world would look like if more people were um, having a more yeah consensual give and take uh, relationship with the earth. Like when I was um, walking in Central America and just seeing these beautiful trails and beauty and then, you know, Coke cans and whatever. And, I, you know, I noticed myself getting really angry, like, ah, oh, it's so disrespectful to the earth and blah, blah, blah. And then just like coming into compassion and remembering like how yeah, kind of like numb and detached you have to be to be in such a beautiful space and to just like have no, yeah, like no consideration or no awareness, like to just be so unconsciously just sort of like, yeah, whatever, like I'm just going to like trash this place and like no, no awareness at all because I know that, yeah, those people are really missing out on this beautiful symbiosis, beautiful opening, beautiful nourishing relationship that they could be having, um, you know, and this is available in every moment. I mean, you know, even if you're in an apartment having some pot plants, you can be um, experiencing this, but, you know, like nature is available to all of us. It's not a privileged thing. It's not like um, some you know, fancy massage uh, experience that you have to be privileged and wealthy and have time for. Like everyone walks through nature and everyone can access that and um, get healing and medicine from that. Like it's so available. Um, but yeah, just it needs to have that kind of mental shift, I think. Yeah, and, and so much happens when we do have that mental shift of like just bringing awareness and presence to it, speaking our intentions, you know, even to the food or the water that we're going to drink, we can put our prayers and intentions into that and, and let our body know like, Oh, I'm, you know, harvesting this plant with this intention, communicating with the plant. So we can bring that into our body with more, you know, integration. So our systems know how to integrate it and use it to the best of its abilities. And, um, and then recognizing, you know, how the plants are also communicating with each other. So it's, you know, it goes so much deeper than, you know, even like what we can comprehend. Mm. Yeah. It's just this intentionality and, and gratitude in the, the day to day. Like, um, you know, I'm not big on like doing a full blessing with my food. But I try to take a few conscious moments to just feel gratitude. Like, wow, how lucky I am. There's so many different fruits and like, um, you know, if I do want to take a bit more time imagining like, wow, so much energy, from like the earth and from other people harvesting this and bringing it to the store. And like, yeah, we can get so caught up in our like personal dramas and our personal stresses and, and, Oh, I need to make money. I need to do this thing. And like, just really taking it back to the simple things, like really being with your meal and bringing like gratitude and awareness and recognition that like, wow, I'm actually really lucky. Like no matter what other shitty frustrating things are happening in my life, like I have this beautiful meal in front of me that the earth has gifted me. Like, wow, I'm surrounded by abundance. I'm surrounded by like magic. And how great is it that the earth like gives away so many different flavors and like, oh my God, dates. How do they invent that? <laughs> You know, like you can really just bring so much more like, yeah, magic to your life 
with the thing that's just everywhere, <laughs> like all around. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, just and when we can do that and bring in the intention, we're allowing our capacity to be able to experience pleasure and ecstasy and bliss to expand. So it's like, you know, really getting to be present with eating that date and experiencing the mm the sensations with that. And then, you know, training our nervous system. Wow. It's safe to be, be able to experience this much pleasure and connection. And then when we bring that into, you know, actual sex with a lover, with yourself, whoever, um, you know, expanding your capacity to be present in those moments too, to being mm. able to experience more pleasure, intimacy and connection. And, you know, looking at sex as, you know, the, the active form of meditation, you know, bringing that, awareness into so many other aspects of our life and training our systems to be able to be really present with what we are experiencing versus like tapping out and getting lost in, you know, other thoughts or stories or avoidance and, and different things like that. So really allowing the nervous system to experience more sensations and yeah. states. Yeah, I love like being overwhelmed, like allowing myself to be overwhelmed by like a beautiful sunset or something. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, not just be like, oh, that's cool. Okay, so what's what's next? It's like really like what happens if you're looking at the sunset and you just like open and open some more and let it in and be like, holy shit, this is so beautiful and like let it in. And yeah, that really is training your ability in like so many other areas of life to like let life in, let life penetrate you, let you be like excited and aroused and like turned on and juiced up by, um, yeah, just simple things. And, you know, when you can just like get turned on by a sunset, then you're not going to be like endlessly consuming and needing like the next big toy and the next next big thing and to accomplish all this stuff like you know I've got like quite a lot of uh, ambitions and creativity but like because of things like um you know working with nature and tantra and sexuality kind of stuff I know like I can be very like easily uh entertained and turned on and excited by like very simple basic things and I think if more people were able to like tap into that um there'd be yeah, way less like consumption and destruction and uh, endless hungry ghosts grabbing. Um, so, you know, it's, it like, seems like, I think from the outside for a lot of people that doing something like eco-sexuality work, it's like, Oh, that sounds like, yeah, some nice hippie thing, not really important, but um, I know you and I can both uh, see and feel like how this could be revolutionary and like really um, change a lot of like our consumptive patterns and the ways that humans um, relate to their bodies and the earth and the systems and each other. Um, it's, you know, the most basic, but <laughs> kind of simple thing but uh, it could really ripple out into a lot of different change I think yeah yeah that's you know one of the things I, I really love about ecosexuality is that it you know it can be super simple and basic and like all sex is ecosex and then it can also be this like revolutionary um, path to follow to help you know heal and awaken more consciousness on earth and help you know all of us live together in harmony with like all of creation you know it can really mm. be this, um this tool for awakening mm. um, yeah. yeah 
Beautiful. Wow. Thank you so much for this conversation. It's made me now want to like get outside and like smoosh some mud on me and roll around or something. I'm like, oh yeah, it's been a while. Like it's been a bit cold here. And in Central America, I didn't have much uh, private space for that kind of thing. But I loved when I was living on some land, being able to just go have like outdoor pleasure rituals uh, Mm -hmm. and go in the sunshine and in the flowers and just uh, get all into it. So (laughs) I have to try to find some uh, space for that here I think mm-hmm. <laughs> fire yeah. that again so thank you <laughs> you're very welcome and, and yeah and I think you know like there's a few other like you know like, there's so many ways you can talk about eco-sexuality and different experiences that people can have and what I've also found is you know getting to have you know experiences with a partner I've been able to go out and have like third eye orgasms, you know, while making love with my partner and, you know, we're both intentionally cycling and moving the energy and allowing, you know, the waterfall to flow through us and experiencing, you know, eroticism together in that way too. And, um, and recognizing, you know, the privilege I've had in some places to have, uh, privacy to be able to experience some of those experiences um which I'm, I'm really really grateful for and uh, grateful for places that are open to you know even you know there's hot springs around um in the states where we can go and be naked and swim naked and just like a line where it's like not this isn't a overtly sexual thing but you know just allowing for our skin to be free and to be able to just swim and experience the water flowing around us in that way. And, um, oh yeah. It's so hard to go back to swimming with bathers. Once you've been like a naturalist, you're like, this is a violation of my human right. You can't make yeah. me have to wear bathers. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Like swimming with this thing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, hopefully in the future, more people will be embracing their eco-sexuality and their um, naturalist selves, and it'll be a bit more common. I think there is like a movement towards that. And that's the thing I've loved about Europe is that there's a lot more naturalist spaces and um, public lakes that you can go naked and stuff, which I think is, yeah, like for me, it feels like a human right <laughs> to be like my human natural self in nature. Like, yeah. man, you can't take this away from me. Yeah. Maybe that should be my like next activist cause. It's yeah. like more naked spaces in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah. Thanks again. And uh, did I see um, that you had a like a eco sex magic practice or something that people could access? Yeah. So I have a, a guided eco sex magic ritual with a couple other. I go into some like kinky shadow integration and earth embodiment and um, different things like that. So I have uh, an online platform called the Tantric Earth Academy, and so mm. it's free to join that. And on there, you can get access to different pleasure rituals like the eco sex magic one um but also you know tools for moving energy and emotions and all kinds of other things like that so 
That's Amazing. All. Well, I'm going to go download that myself now and <laughs> give it a try. And I'll put the link in the comments for other people that want to check it out. Um, yeah, thank you. And yeah, people can stay connected with you. I'll put it all again down there in the links. Highly recommend it. And yeah, grateful for you taking the time to chat with me today on Earth Day. Uh, it's not going to be airing on Earth Day, but we're filming on Earth Day. So that was like a beautiful <laughs> beautiful thing yeah beautiful thank you so much and yeah for anybody listening feel free to reach out i'm happy to answer questions and would love to hear stories and all, all of the things are welcome so yeah. thanks so much for having right. me on thanks Brittany. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it inspiring. You can connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and through my website, sensualartistry.com and sensualarts.school, where you can get some freebies and sign up to my mailing list to stay in touch. Hope to see you again soon.